Good evening, listener. I am back with you once again, like I promised. But as you know, we are back with the award-winning show. Best show in the country. Right? Best show in the country. Yes, Watini. We are back with American Voices, a show brought to you by the U.S. Embassy, Eswatini. Um, The time is exactly eight minutes past the hour six. And as you know... Listener, you need to bring out your notebook. Listen carefully, sit down and bring your water because today we are discussing a very, very, very important issue. Golile, would you want to chip in a bit on that? When you're about to listen to EAVP, we are about to inspire, to empower, and to educate our listeners. Because today, can, can tax startups solve Africa's unemployment problem? Do you do you think so? What do you think? And as, yeah, I think so. I what think so. That is exactly why we're not having this conversation alone. Today we have senior software engineer who is based in South Africa. We have Tubeli Lemamba and we'll just hi hi Tuba. Hi uh Matlamini. Hi as well, uh Olivia. Yes. Um, yo, you guys have quite the setup here. Um, thank you and thank you for, for having me over. But before we kickstart the conversation, Madamini, I'm FM. I'm gonna give him a track, Last Dance, And then Mrs. tag can solve a problem here, unemployment. In the context of Swaziland, in the context of Africa in general. Enjoy the song and then we'll get back. Uh, right back to you. The time now, the time now is 13 minutes past six. If you've just joined us, Mlalelu, you know, FM, Sengi, Sosi, Katsi, Se, AVP, Skatsi, Mameri, Kalapo, Se, Educator, Kona, Se, Empowerisha, Kona, and Se, Inspirisha, Matla, Mining, Chele, Guti, Siba, Petzilin, Nguma, Seng, Veling, Yasho, Guti, Saungenel, Zabe, Ni, Manja. We had, a, I can't, I don't know, the, Umnigati, Wenzaba, Utang, Lungisa. I don't know if it was a program or initiative a couple of months ago. Code Eswatini. Do you mm-hmm. remember that? I do. A lot of sources were hyped about that and it was it was a success. And expert in the field. We didn't just go and pick up because imagine if this conversation was between you and I. So we would like you, sir, to tell us a bit more about yourself and your work. Um, thank you for that. Uh, once again, thank you for having me. Um, so my name is Tuba Mamba. Um, I'm the founder uh, founder of Code Swatini. What we basically do is we provide um, computer science education. We basically make computer science education accessible to particularly the youth of Swatini. Um, one of our most recent partnerships is with Google, where we're going to be training young people in Swaziland um, in focusing on software engineering, cloud computing, uh, artificial intelligence, and robotics. Um, I think that's just about it. On the side, I'm a senior software engineer based off in South Africa. I work with some of the brands in South Africa just building technology for, for them. Lalela, what did we tell you? Do it's we packed. ever disappoint you? <laughs> but now So just can you basically tell us what does one need to know about tech and innovation in general? Um, I think for me, tech right now is hot. 
um, it's you know there's so many buzzwords in tech you told recently one of the buzz, buzzwords is chat uh, GPT uh, artificial intelligence machine learning robotics and and what have you um, to sum it up I'd say tech right now is hot it's the it's the perfect time there's never been a most perfect time than 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 the present moment for people to actually tap into the potential of tech whether getting into the space as 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 one who will work in the space or a business that that's adopting technology to try and improve business processes and obviously ultimately you know improve on profits and and customer service uh, as a country uh, as a swati um, are we equipped, like fully equipped, or that's where you come in when, uh, and when you come in, uh, you gave uh, the, the first coding activity program where you were equipping uh, the young, uh, young the youth actually, equipping attack valley. So I want to find out, are we, the mindset of the young people, are we ready? Because yeah. I'd say, I mean, based on based on the the initiative that we had as Code Swatini, we we were actually overwhelmed by the response of young people, uh, by the response from young people. I mean, we had people traveling from as far as Nlangano, traveling from as far as Big Speak as Big Bend to try to come and attend um, our sessions. Uh, so from having done that, I'd really just say that young people in Swaziland, they, they, they're hungry to learn, they're hungry to tap into the space, they're hungry to, you know, make the most of, of what technology has to offer, you know, new careers, new opportunities that comes with that and, and innovation as well. And uh, yeah. Um, speaking of that, so Manje, where is tech in Eswatini? <laughs> as a country looking as the whole world is going into like a, a whole digital era yeah. um but i may be biased okay right? i love eswatini it's my home ground but there's no part <laughs> kidding um i i first and foremost i'd say for me swaziland can easily be one of the best countries in the continent particularly mm -hmm. in Sadak, to to make the most of technology mm -hmm. um i say this because there's so many th there's so many opportunities so many problems that need to be solved in, in a swatini mm -hmm. right i'm in swaziland and every time i need to go every time i wanna i wanna have takeout i need to literally drive to a restaurant right there's we don't have apps like uber eats somebody needs to solve that right mm -hmm. we don't have apps like uber somebody needs to solve that you go into a pop mom and shop in 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 here in Gualuseni, you're trying to buy trying to buy chicken dust they're going to want you to pay with cash right you mm -hmm. go into other countries a small a small fish and chip shop has a speed point right so that's to say there is there are so many problems to solve but also there are so many challenges that come with those problems mm. so before we can solve those problems we need to first address the the challenges but yeah, I think is uh, you know when I'm thinking of a, a problem basically that I feel like as people see we are hard to receive new technology basically in as much as the youth is something but imagine somebody old I'd say yo I mean I prefer my food so that I see what's your take on that, Madam? 
No, the world is ours now. Um, we have old people. Since you're kind of convinced about my baby, for the same way as you're convinced about my baby, you're convinced about my baby. So I just feel like, yes, we need to get on with the world and do better, but okay, this is not about me. We're not mm-hmm. here about me. <laughs> I am not the expert here. Let's just go for a short song break and we will come back. It's 23 minutes past the hour six. I miss Chester, guys. I feel like saying 23 past 18. Yeah, you see how confusing that is. Really, but listener, I still hope you have your notebook because we are about to delve deep into some very informative. Um, wow, Sapela Singis, no, no, let me get back to my case. So, Tuba. You spoke about there being so many opportunities, but also we being faced with many challenges as a country. But now, do you think that tech and innovation can help come back to the fight against unemployment? Um, Definitely. I think one of the notions right now, not just in in the tech community, but in, in business in in, 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 in industries across across the globe, and the, one of the notions is that technology has come to take people's jobs away. While that might be so, one of the studies that was done in 2017 by Gartner, they say that uh, technology is going to automate about 1.8 million jobs. Hmm. Right. So when you listen to that or when you read that, you think that, oh, there's going to be about 1.8 million people that are going to lose their jobs. Hmm. Yet, the upside to it is that that's also going to create over 2.5 million jobs. Right. Okay. So, that's, that's, so while tech is doing a lot of automation, it's also creating so many opportunities because while you automate, it means that um, there's other opportunities that come up with the, with the automation. Right. So, so uh, people will, will either have to learn new skills and move into different roles within the same organizations or, or, or different organizations, but ultimately there's going to be a, a change and a shift in that space. So to answer you, yes, I, th- I certainly think that technology comes with with solving some of the unemployment um, uh, uh, problems that we have, not just in, in Eswatini, but in, in the world wow. over. <laughs> no, I was just thinking, the population is like yeah. So a job for everyone. Yeah. Exactly. But let me put you on a little bit. for everybody. Um, you talked about Kuti. You will have to learn new skills and see. Like, I just, I need. I think for someone who's listening, they may think that this is far fetched. But it is worth noting that our guest today has a degree in a different field, but is doing tech. So this is something that is really possible. Can you tell us how that can come about? Um, so one of the exciting things about technology is that in most instances, there's, there's literally low barrier to entry, right? Mm-hmm. I, um, I have come across a 21-year-old that did like a 150 rand course mm. and they're working for a company like Google mm. 
or a, a, a big conglomerate or even a tech startup where they, it's, it's changed their lives. So the good thing about technology is that with all that I've said, right, the, the low barriers to entry, be it that you want to do artificial intelligence, you can literally go pick up a course online and do that. You want to do co uh, cloud computing, you can choose a cloud provider, you can you can either do a, a, a course that's provided by Google or a course that's provided by Amazon. Um, and and that's that's literally all that you need to do. You wanna you wanna learn programming, go pick up some some Python and and start learning and building stuff. That's literally as simple as that. You know, because it wasn't as simple as that. I remember it in high school. You know, Baba, we have another parallel coding. Basically, you fucking come and you pull that. We like be red song on the screen. But that's the exciting part about it. Yeah, but now the time <laughs> when you're working the, against three hours, logo is so logo. You get a code error, and you're like, mm, mm, nah, mm, mm, nah. But let that's it. That's the exciting part. So we are going to learn about data journalism. And it. But this is not a part. I mean, if you have a, your computers, we can have a session. Master, I'm going to change But now you you just spoke about some of the opportunities there. What is holding Eswatini back? This seems like information readily available for everybody yep. and easily accessible for everyone. But here in Eswatini, what's holding Eswatini back? Um, I'd say. Whew. You guys are putting me on the spotlight here. <laughs> um, I'd say that for me, I have four things top of mind that I think are holding particularly tech innovation back in Swaziland, right? Mm -hmm. One of them is um, infrastructure. So when I'm talking infrastructure, I'm talking... Earlier I made an example um, about a Shisanyama a, a outside, right? Where you can literally tap to pay or swipe for 25 rand meal. Mm. So infrastructure is can be broken down into financial infrastructure. Um, it can be broken down into transportation infrastructure. One of the articles on the side, um, I've been writing for one of the local um, uh, newspaper publications, mm -hmm. and one of my articles was focused on e-commerce in Eswatini, right? So one of one of the reasons why we, we are not advancing particularly in e-commerce is because of, of some of it is, is, is transportation infrastructure. It's postal address infrastructure. So those, those, all of that collectively causes us to sort of be held back. So you want to order something on Shein. I know, I know everybody's fascinated by Shein. Shein cannot, from as far as I understand, they, they have problems delivering in a MQN or or le e makaya e wherever you know galavumisa because of of the of of the postal address system in Eswatini that's that speaks to to infrastructure right so over and above that I think one of the other problems that we have is corruption like any other African country sure <laughs> right that yeah. that I I I. I believe that innovation and advancement and growth cannot cohabit with corruption. Mm. Because you are a young kid from um, Galavumisa, right? You've, got, you've come up with this idea, you've taken an, a course trying to build this prototype, and you want to partner with X company, right? You go to X company, you pitch, and what happens? Corruption is them taking your idea and implementing it without, without you. I know a company locally. No, don't do that. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, so 
so that's corruption, mm. right? You want to work with certain parastatals locally. You join a a a, a hackathon of sort. Personally, I am not big on hackathons in Eswatini because of of that corruption, right? I have stories to tell about some of these things that I've personally experienced and friends have experienced. That's that's corruption. Corruption cannot coexist with technology technological advancements, innovation, entrepreneurship. It just cannot because it, 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 it diminishes the value of what you're trying to achieve, mm. right? And I think my third reason for some of, of, for some of the holding back that we have as a country is, go ahead and say it, government legislation. That's basically it. Um, so, many, so, so much of what tech innovators would want to do in Swaziland is not, is not legislated, right? Okay. You... You, you are basically operating on, on a gray area where someone may wake up and say, oh, now you're starting to make so much money and we feel like we're going to shut you down because there's no legislation, right? If you were, if you, if you were right now to start a, a blockchain company in Swaziland, do we have, do we have the legislation that, 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 that regulates sort of anybody in that industry? Right. Mm-hmm. So, so for me, that's it. And I think one of the other reasons um, could be, of course, education gap and literacy. Hold up. Hold up, sir. <laughs> Let us digest all of that. We are going to hear literacy because there are a lot of things. Because because the literacy, we have the infrastructure and the financial backing. Backing and policy. And wow. And that was senior out with Skanyisele and Njengo Baskanyisele again. Even Tuba Usata Skanyisele. Askanyisele, no point you You know what? It's one of the challenges. La corner, but Goguti. Eswatini, we are not. It's holding us back. Not even we are not ready. It's holding us back. Goguti, sitolema opportunities, let an attack of an innovation. Yeah. Um, so to to that effect, right? That's I believe that's why organizations like Code Swatini exist. Mm-hmm. They and they can coexist with the local institutions. Mm. All right. I I I am part of a bigger tech community outside outside Eswatini and one of the things that fascinates me about particularly Nigeria is that their institutions what they do is they update their syllabuses almost year yeah. on year. Mm. Right? Yeah. Where if there's a new technology um, they they introduce it as part of the syllabus, which means that by the time you graduate, you have you you have more understanding of mm. a particular technology. I'll make an example. One of the local institutions in Nigeria introduced what what Kodeswatini was doing in in our workshops, Flutter, as mm. part of their curriculum. That's a new technology altogether. So by the time the student is done with their studies, they have a deeper understanding of what this technology is, which means that now because of that, they get to leverage so many opportunities in the technology space. They get to get better paying jobs. They get to build better technology products. So I think to that effect, that's, 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 that's the nutshell for me in, when it comes to, to, to the gap in, in, in literacy. Um, if um, you talked about Flutter, whilst doing my research, I think I came across the fact that Nayongati Kamga from a Nigerian person. No, it comes no? from Google. Google. It comes from Google. Partnered up. Oh, Nai limitless But that is okay. So what you're basically saying is that um, tech and innovation is very important in schools. 
yeah yeah that's that's basically it so besides partnering with such institutions what can be done food like the colony um i said recently to a dear friend of mine that much as we have a um much as we have a problem with um uh, um scarcity of jobs in particularly in in, in Eswatini mm -hmm. and in other parts of the of the continent one of the problems that we have is job readiness mm. right so you have done your your studies in whatever field are you do you have the skills necessary that would lend you a role within the country and outside the country right mm -hmm. so so in in retrospect i'd say um, it, when it comes to education and schools, they, they, they sort of need to try and update the curriculum to, to the standards of the industry, especially in technology, because that's a very fast moving industry. 88.2, 88.2, this is UNESCO FM. Accessing is Katsisi AVP, AVP. Ngina emadlameni si hamba na YouTube. Losisita asi katulilele tingingat eguti can tag a startup solve a problem ye unemployment. Then ibisale question ye uti can tech startups succeed with proper infrastructure and financial backing from the government? Without. Oh, without. <laughs> without. Yeah, 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 without that. <laughs> <laughs> That's a very good question. Um, so remember one of the challenges that I, that, I, that I highlighted was how government legislation can play a role in advancing technological in, uh, advancement in the country. Mm -hmm. But the good thing about it is, I'd say anyways, I'd say to answer you, yes and no. Okay. Okay. Um, we do we do need the government to drive technology advancement, legislation, mm -hmm. um, budgets, mm -hmm. right? Yeah, of course. Um, but to to a certain degree, tech, tech startups have the option to partner with um, with with private sector with the private sector. I'll make an example. Um, in in other parts of, of of Africa, you will find a a mobile money based tech startup partnering with a telco. Mm -hmm. In this instance, our telco would be would be MTN, MTN. right? Yeah. Yeah. So 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 that that would then give them access to to the kind of infrastructure that they need to succeed in that space mm -hmm. okay. right so yeah. so then besides government there's a role that needs to be played by the private sector why because techs i've personally i've worked mostly in tech startups it's an amazing experience right you will wake up in the morning with your team and you decide oh no we're now building this because we believe that that's what the users need mm -hmm. but now big um conglomerate cannot do that because they there's there's structures decisions there's there's a lot of bureaucracy that comes with innovation mm. so what a big company can do in six months a startup can do in two weeks 
nyabegisa mm-hmm. i'm just being hypothetical right okay. so 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 in in retrospect startups need pri- the private sector and the private sector needs they need the startup um, ecosystem right so so i think that answers you because then long and short of it is they would be opened to to the kind of infrastructure that they need for instance in south africa a food delivery app partnered with checkers they don't have a store mm-hmm. they don't have inventory they had built an app so they partnered with 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 checkers for for delivery so you can get your your groceries delivered in an hour in 60 minutes right um we have seen some financial uh, payment apps partnering with banks so imagine a, a a i made an example earlier about um paying for your your chicken dust outside so imagine i'll make an example building society partnering with with a young tuba somewhere in Lavumisa that wants to build a payment app right mm-hmm. they would build that app on top of the infrastructure that belongs to the bank so that means that they they if it's a win-win situation so yes and no startups can can exist and they can thrive with or without government support if the pri- the, the private sector steps up do you know why I was so excited about this question? Mm-hmm. Because I had, I thank God I'm not the expert in this. Because <laughs> had I been asked, I would have given a one wrong, very wrong answer. But what I'm driving at is, we like to do a yes and no. Yeah. We do need the government funding. We do need the infrastructure. However, that is not limited to that. We yeah. can still thrive with support yeah. here, private sector. So I hope I'm like, oh yeah, for good. <laughs> do what you can find yeah. out inish lakona and yeah. get into it just fall in bill woman thank you <laughs> i hope ulalele lakona um for anyway um we know what see eswatini tiwan agriculture is the backbone of the yeah. economy in yeah. eswatini yeah. Yeah. <laughs> knowing that and we cannot dispute that but now can we marry the two Oh, definitely. How so? There's a young farmer out there listening. How do we marry the two? Um, I actually realized this later because mm-hmm. uh, I did agriculture. Mm-hmm. And um, I... Hold up. Don't, don't. Okay. Um, <laughs> so it's going to drive the whole uh, thing yeah, away from it's everything. Gonna, um, so the reason why I say te- technology can make agriculture thrive, mm-hmm. it's because... Um, for instance, by 2050, the estimated population in the world is 9.7 billion. Okay. That increases the, the demand for food. Sure. Right. Because of that, what, what the, the field of technology and agriculture is called agritech. What it does is that it, it, it addresses concerns around production. Right. So you're a young farmer out there. You have ulime umoba. You can drones literally sitting in, literally sitting in your in your in your bedroom right you can monitor your 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 soil using technology there is there's 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 a lot that you can do there so that that addresses production right processing as well so imagine if you build an AI robot that increases uh I don't know. Yeah. So if if you had 
hundred people doing that, bapakshamasa galang five hundred ngelang, and now you have a robot doing that, and it does it at at a scale of five thousand a day. So that means that it it, it addresses Emma concerns around processing, mm. right? Distribution, Agritech can address that. We've seen it in other parts of the continent, right? Where where a young a young tech innovator builds an app that allows for for mass distribution of agricultural produce. There's, there's, there's one particular tech startup that fascinates me in South Africa. Um, they do that. So imagine what that can do for an entity like Nambod in a Swatini, mm. right? Mm. Where, where you are sitting, you are a farmer, and you now have a produce and you can't really give it a kumbi right you can easily just do that on an app that's what agritech does ask a tool because you know what let's take a quick so yeah i wasn't done but let's take it you know what's the money let's see i'm sure 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 and innovation in Swatini. Le, notebook because of agri agri tech, right? Yeah. Let's not waste any time. The the last point to the agritech point mm-hmm. is that it can also play a role in storage mm-hmm. because it makes no sense. So, Sessi, we've addressed production, um, processing, and distribution, distribution. Mm-hmm. right? Now, we need to address storage. And the storage is from the farmer's level down to the consumer's level, right? Mm-hmm. Where you can have an app that could, mm, say, scan my fruits, a pick and pay. Actually, I'm going to say that I'm Okay. Right? Yeah. The farmer can have an app that addresses storage in the sense that you can control, you've got a storeroom, you can control the humidity, the temperature of that app, of, of, the, of your storeroom yep. mm-hmm. using, using that particular tech innovation product. So that's what it does. It, and it all comes down to just increasing pro, um, uh, food production and um, assuring that there's food safety in the world. That's what Agritech does. Unfortunately, I don't like this part of things. Yeah. But I would like you to, to tell us a bit, just a bit about opportunities in tech and the requirements needed to be in tech. <laughs> um, so, interestingly, um, just for instance, in the United States alone, there's about 186,000 open tech jobs right now that cannot be filled. That's mm-hmm. just in the US alone. You haven't gone into other territories in the world now that's an opportunity it's an opportunity why because you're young so as you've learned how to program you've learned how to do cloud computing you you know what devops is you know what software testing is and and all of these other nice things that happen in tech you can literally get a job sitting in swaziland as a young kid with your computer for a company that's in the united states or in india or in the uk i i say this because i've helped a number of young people just last week a friend someone that was mentoring got a job like that that's good those are opportunities 
right? But now you also asked about requirements. Mm -hmm. All you need, I said earlier, that all you need is just learn. One. Two, you need a community around you. Mm. You thrive the most in technology if you've got a community, right? Which is why what one of the things that we're trying to do as Code is what they create a community around a tech community in Swaziland where we could share learnings. You've, you're stuck with a, with a semicolon in Python. Mm -hmm. You can hit someone up and be like, yo, mm. bro, I've got a problem. Can you help me out? And they can look at it and be like, oh, no, this is where you, you're fumbling it. Right? That's what community does for you. So they, there's endless opportunity. I'm, I could literally, it's just that you, you guys are running out of time. I'm mm. not running out of what to say. Um, <laughs> so th there's a lot of opportunities. As a young person, Sengvala, Kosho Bafundis. Sengvala, right now is the best time for any young person to get into technology. Madeline, Utsi Gimitua, meaning you say Benda a Europe. Please, but also let's put our finger on it. I just realized that we didn't touch connectivity, network, telephony the limitations in network. Didn't talk about cyber security. We will talk about that episode yet. Number two. Let me love you and leave you until next week, same time, same place. It has been good. AVP, it out for I repeat next week. Uh, but next week, Tuesday, nga 12, emini, nitabu negeta, I repeat the episode, just in case, in Lalo, Unisua FM, unga guide fully. From me, Ingpile, have a lovely evening.